This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> keep it, keep, keep, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or, what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, white. Well, yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some people. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out Keep It Basement, right? We in this building. Still keep It Basement? Yeah. Keep it what? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. in. Keep It Basement. Yes. And what, what's your name, you guys? Hi, my name is Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney. But that was so cool. Oh, man. How did I get that wrong? Nikki Parrish, and you're listening to Keep a Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. What the fuck is this? My ex was a gamer. Right. <laughs> did she get jumped in or did she get, or did she get trained in? Like, I'm like, and you couldn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do for a how was that your girlfriend then? She was getting all that cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> Did she crip walk on you? Uh, <laughs> That's not so bad. Okay, bro, thanks. Know the- oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's marginal. You know what's crazy? A lot of white people never think big, big picture as black people do. Uh, I like hip-hop culture. I feel like I'm part of hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. Like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Opus Mavani. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son, where'd you find this? All right, gentlemen, I believe we started. All right, keep the basement time. Say boys. something. Kate, you're not that's like being a slow. No, recorder. I'm not. You're just in the presence of a real nigga right Did now. You actually That's started? Just... It. <laughs> yeah, I think I started. It. There you what, go. What do you think? Keep a basement podcast. Uh, Sweeney's upstairs, Sweeney's upstairs uh, killing a spider for the last 15 minutes. At least, Alex Dude, Nicholas. You're talking way too loud. Right? I'm not way talking loud. way too they loud, bro. His Damn. mic's louder than everyone. Nah, else's. I'm just good. Stop talking into the mic. Wait, 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 wait. Who's the person yeah. that's on this podcast? Know how how microphones work, bro. I've Come been on, on it longer than you have. Yo, no, you haven't. Nigga, I've been alive longer than you have. Nine hours behind, so can I just start, please? Key Basement Podcast, Mike Sweeney, even though he's not here, Alex Nicholas, Tom Zappia, Quahim Cooley with 11-year-old uh, Dreads, and the intern, Sam Breitstein. Who's not he's really an intern. Not really an intern, but he's a cute kid. Hey. He's here. Uh, listeners, I, we've been gone for a while. Thank you for tuning in, if you are listening. 
And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what's been going on, but uh, we have some shit here. I don't know where we, where you guys want to start. Um, I don't know where do we want to start, Sam. Let me just kick the freestyle. Sam, what right do you now? think, there, buddy? Since we don't know where to start, where, where you want to start at, no, Sam? We don't need a freestyle from Q. Yeah. Let's keep it up. What's Perfect. been happening lately? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I want, I want, I want a Sam topic, bro. Sam, what do you think, buddy? I mean, we, I have a bunch of shit right yeah, here. Yeah, let me give me, let me, let me see some options. Oh man, you don't got nothing. Let me see your work. Give me the multiple choice. Serve that, twerk that. But ignore everything related to hip hop. I don't care. You have to. We're hip hop oriented. I think. Yeah, that's, man. I think that's false. No, I'm gonna change that. So why no, can't I not. rap? No, yes. no, you're not. How we hip hop orientated, but I can't rap, y'all. Yeah, for real. Because we are good hip hop oriented. What? Oh yeah. What, what do you want to? What do you want to replace it with, Sam? Huh? UFC. Some uh, Zach Brown. Huh? Shami Dubop. How's everyone's Hanukkah going? I got a remix to smile. Oh, happy Hanukkah. Oh wait, are you Jewish? Yeah, I'm Jewish. You Jewish? Brightstein? Do you like Do you like Jewish food? Happy Hanukkah. Be very honest. Well, you gotta be more specific about Jewish food. would you say it's flavorful or no? I would say no, depending upon where you go. Now you can make a bang ass brisket at like a Texas barbecue. On the other hand, a Jewish brisket is probably not as good as that. Okay, but like I'm just saying, for Hanukkah, do you keep it like like cultural? Like, do you keep hell no? I'm what they call high holiday Jewish, so we celebrate high holidays only. I don't go to temple. I'm not kosher. Well, you only get oh, you, all right, fuck so, it. so you don't you be high. You don't be fucking them up at Highland Park. Nothing nah, like that. Man, oh. no. What's high holidays? High holidays so high like for Hanukkah. Holiday? See that? I got that. The <laughs> ones that are most important. Like what about yeah. Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur, yeah. What about a Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah. Kwanzaa. And Passover. Okay. You those said your, Kwanzaa. Those are your, those are your core <laughs> four right there. You got Hanukkah, <laughs> Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. And Passover. Those are the core right, four. You know nah, you're you missing one more. Be- what is that? NBC. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what's better than that, that core four holiday is every Catholic holiday. Or yeah. Christian, whatever the fuck. Oh, Christian holidays suck, whatever bro. Whatever my dad is. I stopped going to church for it. I stopped going to church. I can't remember the last time I was in a church. I stopped going to church when they started touching boys, so forever. That's not church. That's, that's um... Catholic. That's a whole different... Well, Christ- I mean, Christianity... Yeah, Christians but, but, don't touch kids. We beat them. Nigga, you don't know that? No, no, you're right. Christians don't touch kids, just pastors steal money. That's yeah. all. You know, so yeah, we're, we're a lot better. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you if you want to pay. I won't touch a kid, <laughs> but I'll definitely use that money to put spinners on my fucking Nissan Altima. That's it. That's <laughs> um, how about. Uh, I would go hip hop, but I don't. I want Sam to be able to talk about it. What um, do you mean, pass? You want a hip hop podcast? Pass. Adapt, hip-hop adapt. Pass. Nah, nah. This is this is this is white privilege at its finest. Going on a hip hop podcast no, and going. Can we talk about something different? Yo, for once, we're talking, guys. We're talking about streets no, comedy, right now. Man. Comedy first before <laughs> hip hop. Uh, All right, there we go. R.I.P. A little bit late to the late great Patrice O'Neill. It was his seven year death anniversary, and. He really, he pretty much everyone I know is really he inspired. So I kind of want to just yeah. give praise to some of his gems that aren't even jokes. Sometimes are just like good. good which facts. which one's your favorite? We'll go around. We'll go around I the c- circles. I could do this for years. What is it? Which one's your favorite? I mean, well, off the top of my head, my favorite is when he would well, Black Phillips when we talk about women. But I don't know. One time on an episode of Tough Crowd, he said. He said, ladies, if you want to make your man happy, just think about what makes you happy and do exactly the opposite. <laughs> and, I would, and I was like, that's, that was just, that's like a joke, kind of, but not really. But it's, it was just hilarious. I have some fucking saved gems. My favorite one. But he was, just never has a bad gem. My favorite one was the one where he was like, uh, where he was talking about, he was like, let's say I want to fuck and you don't. He was like, I can't. 
he's like, I can't force you to fuck or fuck you against your will. That's rape. But he was like, mm-hmm. when we're on the phone and I'm like, I got to go. And you're like, why? You got to hang up. He's like, you're you raping, raping my time. My favorite uh, bit. Well, Elephant in the Room was my probably probably my favorite. It's like one of the best specials special ever. Yeah. Ever. But the bit where he talking to the guy who's like a uh, 4.0 GPA in the front row right here. I was like, do you watch football? He was like, uh, no. He's like, you see what I mean? Times change. He was like, back then, he looked at a black guy. He was like, back then, like, as a man, you watched football, you know? Your parents wasn't proud of it. I might go wrong in the middle of this bit. But he was like, basically, we used to, like, hit kids on the football field and paralyze them and then take, take their socks. socks. <laughs> <laughs> take their socks. <laughs> Wear it around our helmet for the next game. So then they'd be like, yo, that's the team that be tired, paralyzed, do socks to their helmets. <laughs> he said the crowds go, like, he's paralyzed. Who, who, who? That's what you get, lady. <laughs> Fillet your son out here with killers. <laughs> he was just dude. Fucking he's fucking amazing, bro. With like, everything, even like, the story. You heard the story about how him and uh, Bill Burr had did like an animal benefit, and he said that they kicked Patrice off because he opened the setup with how he ate a puppy for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> And there was like a piano on stage, and he just started playing it, like like just to be spiteful. <laughs> and the lady's like, "Get off!" And he he's actually like, play nah, piano? No, he can't play. Does Patrice look? Does Patrice look like he play piano, bro? You never know. So people have like hidden talents that they could never expect. Do that one? Nah, he, of course he's not playing piano because he had the bit about how he can't type either. <laughs> forty, being forty year old, uh, can't type. Can't type. type. Said he called kids in a typing class gay and sell bread and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy that there was typing, typing class. class back then. I didn't have no typing class. You had typing class. <laughs> I had typing class. Yeah, I, had typing I, class. I actually have a teacher. I actually have a crazy story about my typing teacher. I had a. Uh, you fucked her? No, no. She was missing a toe, and she wore <laughs> flip flops. Better. Yeah, <laughs> no. She wore flip flops too. Which so toe was it? Uh, the pinky toe. That's not as bad. Well, no. If it was the big toe, flip flops would never work. But like. like <laughs> <laughs> But no, no, okay. yeah. So they, uh, so they had, uh, you know, those little guards that they put over the keyboard so you can't see the keys. That's right. how we learned. Yeah, so Mavis the, Beacon. The, the, yeah, Mavis so Beacon. Even I know that shit, so, and I'm young. The rubber little yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So the, uh, the, the, the home Hold keys. On, I gotta get this on yo, I will story. never forget the home keys to a computer because she would make us do it this way. She would walk around with her pinkyless fucking feet. She rubber toes on you? No, and she would just walk around, and you'd have to type what she was telling you to type. So she would just go A, S, D, it was a black lady. F, J, K, L, semicolon, semicolon, <laughs> L, <laughs> K, J. Yo, I can't get that voice out of my fucking head, bro. It was the worst shit. And she didn't have no toe, bro. She didn't have no toe. She didn't have a toe. It's fucking wild. Walking Yo, around and flip. I can't remember was her she name. Born without she without her, or she her problem. My, my, uh, I was in sixth grade. You're not. You're not. Yeah. You're not socially. You no, you're not socially ready to be able to, to ask. That's like, where yeah, we nah. start, had to do a technology class too. Whatever class you call it, typing class. But our teacher name was Miss Taxman. Miss Taxman had some of the worst fucking breath, probably in teacher history, right? But she <laughs> will always get mad at me because I didn't know how to type. I had a Patrice O'Neill situation going on. So I never knew how to do Mavis Beacon. So I'll always be at the uh, the beginner level. And you know, in, in certain classes, you got to move fast. You know, you should be at intermediate level by now. And she would get like this fucking close. And be like, damn near put her tongue in my left nostril. Ew. And I'd be like, yo, you're fucking breath. 
Your fucking like, breath. I'm about to go to the board of ed because of this shit in your mouth. <laughs> this, this is bad. Oh, the board of ed, not the principal. The board of ed. I'm about to drop out because I can't do this. I, I can't type. I can't deal with your breath. I'm not fingering not one girl yet. I, not good. Yo, teachers with bad breath are the worst. Yeah, they get. It's like they know they breath bad, so they get close. I'm trying to remember. So I can't remember close. if someone told me this story, but somebody, whatever the story was, that there was a kid that got suspended because uh, he told his teacher uh, his breath smelled like he ate a doo doo sandwich with relish. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty insulting. <laughs> That's insulting as fuck. Crafty as hell, but like he's still insulting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? How you could get suspended or expelled for like saying little shit in school? Like one of my one yeah, of the nowadays you probably nowadays. could. One of my boys, he literally, he was that bad kid that always got in trouble, always getting into fights, mm-hmm. always getting suspended. But the last time they dealt with him was because he said to the teacher, "What? I'm about to, I'm about to bomb you." They well, took his ass right to the office. Yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. should make bomb threats threat. in school. Yeah, never, bomb yeah that's not a good principle not a to follow. Good move. I have a quick question though. I think it might be more ethical when people pass out papers like in school. And they lick their finger. Yeah. That shit's gross, right? It gets me a little hard, but I don't prefer it. What? It's yeah. wrong, man. <laughs> Especially during flu season. It's I'm only like that. the corner. Like, Listen, I'm not doing homework. Man. But it's only the corner of the page. You I know what I mean? Like I don't that. like that, though. You don't want to know what the Let me ask you a question. You know the reason before it's even gross? You ever ate ass? Yes. No. Then don't get mad about people licking your paper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, 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 yes, but you I'm have. I can tell like, by no. your face. You got, yeah, no, yes, you have. I'm not, I'm not an ass guy. I'm also I not I oh, big. I don't, I don't eat the booty. I'm no, not big on the grow up licking your <laughs> finger to turn your page, but I feel like it's also never necessary. Like I've, I've never needed to do well, it. Well, pages stick together. Maybe you know what, what they need right, is so like rip it apart and give it to the next guy. Well, no, you it's get just two it, papers, no, it's just easier than like having to peel apart paper you know what i mean yeah, like, i feel like what they should have is like a piece of tape around or something like that's a that's a million dollar idea right there instead of licking you put like a i'll give you something to lick calm down buddy <laughs> one incher get some like jujitsu tape or something and then we can just pass out the papers jujitsu jujitsu tape yeah man what the hell is that it's like sports it, Your board like of ed can't afford that. Yo, Sam is just <laughs> always ready to fight. <laughs> ever since I started, that's all I think about. And it's that's what everyone says. What, just about. fighting? No, I think everything I translate into jiu-jitsu is fantastic. Uh, I mean, that's I'm dope. I'm not complaining. That yeah. means that you're passionate about Hell it. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Like, anytime someone says some stupid shit, there's like three or four bits that pop in my head immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't say them. You know what I mean? Same thing. Like, I bet you you looking at, like, people in public like, oh, I could rear naked choke the shit out of this Basically, motherfucker. Yeah. You don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gym, yeah, you don't I'm do like, it. I know exactly how I'd kill you right now. Oh, man. That's crazy. Ooh. How many ways do you know how to kill somebody so far? Um, I call it 11, but that's a bullshit number. I 11? Kill, probably kill a lot, a lot different ways. Not gonna, let's not get rear naked. You know what I'm saying? Rear naked. All right. Well, listen, let's talk about this. So it would have to be, it can't be a joint lock. So that takes everything out. It has to be a choke in order to kill somebody. How many different chokes are there? There are a lot of different chokes. You can go rear naked choke, like we already talked about. We can go bulldog choke. We can go anaconda. Q knows about anaconda. Wait. Nicki Minaj. Hold on. Is that a black big dick joke? Yeah, that was a black dick. That was a black dick. Oh, you seen Q's dick? Yeah. When the fuck you see my dick? On your Instagram, man. 
Oh, shit. I never put my dick oh, on my Instagram. Oh, my bad. That might have been something else. Okay. That might you never put your dick on Instagram? I, when you're I would porno. never put my dick on Instagram. That was a joke. Oh, I'm did that dick happen to have a bunch of uh, autographs on it? Because I think you're talking about <laughs> that fucking what? stool. <laughs> 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 I think you're talking about the stool Q carries around all the time. Bro, the, I That's love funny. the commitment to the stool, and I Yo. love the sentiment to it, but I know you got to be tired. Of with carrying, carrying a shit. fucking <laughs> stool, yeah. Nah, he works at Amazon. He's used to lifting shit. It's my second damn day. I ain't that strong yet. <laughs> but you came in conditioned. <laughs> he's, got <laughs> he's got stool conditioning. Yep. He got stool conditioning, bro. Shape. Oh my god, you could work at any bar, bro. Be like, I do this all the time. Yo, That's work. not really what you holding know, your stool in typically means, but yeah. you got it. You know Jesus. why? You know why I could deal with the stools because growing up. I used to be the guy that used to move the chairs during musical chairs. Had a boy. Because I wasn't like good enough to play it. Like my father would tell me, "No, you sit the fuck." Wait, down where is wait. this? That's in school. I don't ever recall playing musical chairs. That's wrong. With I you. played. We play right now. I played. I'll play right now. I'm just saying. I don't musical know. chairs. That's well, the few raps. We all walk around. That's the only time you can treat a girl <laughs> like a grown man. That yeah. last chair. Oh, I fucked that up. last chair. I hip, I hip thrust them off so hip bad. Oh man, no, Ooh. I did, I did it worse, bro. But there we have it, there folks. We, have <laughs> <laughs> we welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world, with its soft, real feel insert patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. Become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member and earn flesh bucks for different actions and turn those flesh bucks into rewards. As the holiday approaches, Fleshlight is currently featuring their Naughty or Nice sale, offering up to 45% on selected products, 40% on combo packs, and free shipping and free gifts with purchases. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Based on Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us. Also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. All right, Ryan Davis here at Stress Factory. Keep a basement with Mike Sweeney, Tom Zappia. Ryan, thank you for letting us uh, do this for a half hour and then actually start the interview. Uh, so um, thank you. Welcome back. You were here last year. We interviewed, or Mike interviewed you last year. Um, I don't want to start here. Last year you had a Tuesday show, and now this year you got a full weekend. So something something have had to happen there, I feel like, in another year of progress in your career that you're doing five shows now instead of one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first year um, is a test year because I didn't come through the ranks like people used to. Um, before, you'd get a weekend because... You know, you were known as a stand-up, you know, or you did TV or something like that. You came from, you know, you had a major agency representing you. But social media is different. Like, they don't give weekends right off the bat. You have to prove yourself. You have to prove you have to be able to sell tickets. And if you sell tickets well enough, then they'll say, some clubs will be like, I'll give you uh, a weekend. Especially if you killed in there in the, on a one-nighter in their club before but also on top of that you know just selling out ain't enough you can sell out but if you don't do well on stage the club still won't give you a weekend 
because they don't want uh, the bad reviews. Like selling, you can sell as much you know alcohol and food and tickets you want to and make all that money, but if 300 people leave with a bad taste in your mouth, in their mouth, that's not return customers. So, you know, being funny is definitely still the most important thing. But being able to move from one-nighters to weekends has a lot to do with your ability to sell tickets. I like how you said being funny is still definitely the most important thing first. Most important. Um, yeah, because, yeah, so I, w I was at last year's show because I, you know, I live nearby. I do stand-up, so I know I'm familiar with the club. I'm familiar with Derek and, you know, everybody. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a well-known club in the stand-up scene. But some comics don't do this club. Some comics do this club for different reasons, you know. But I know a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the people who are, uh, to club owners who haven't been proven straight through stand-up, maybe have viral videos or social media, big social media followings, have to go through a different rank, like do a Tuesday show first or something like what you just mentioned so I knew that I, I, yeah, I, didn't, I wanted just a little clarity because now you have a whole weekend so like we know you you stand up you started doing stand up first like yeah. you know your stand up seven years strong yeah. and we know that it's a grind and obviously Instagram helps and social media helps I mean no shit in today's day and age but like it's the combination of the two and as long as you're funny first you'll get proven with a weekend at a club like this yeah without social media I'm a, I'm a feature act you know what I mean nobody would have gave me the shot the headline yet Probably now I'd be a headliner in some of the clubs that I work the most because they would know. But to a place like Stress Factory or places that I didn't frequent as a feature, they wouldn't know what my capabilities were as a headliner. That's why it takes people. I mean, you do it the old way. It can take you 10, 15 years before they really give you a shot at being a touring headliner. Some people, it takes even longer than that. So that's why... I looked at social media like, nah, if I could put, because I have a lot of um, a lot of mentors that are like 20 years or more in the game, and I see the struggle that they have to be able to tour as headliners, even though they're beasts. And they were like, look, a lot of clubs looked them in the face and was like, look, you got to be able to put butts in seats. That's really your biggest bargaining chip. So I focused on social media so I could get my following to a point where I could sell out shows and then I all the whole plan was always to to uh, get people to see me do stand-up you know I, I never wanted to be known as like this big social media star or something like that I never cared about that I was always comedy first um, a lot of the thing with comedy I want to be a legendary comic. I never really wanted to be famous or social media famous. The one had to be done in order for me to pursue the dream of what the actual thing is I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be on comedy's Mount Rushmore and the fastest way to get there, to get the opportunities is social media now. So, so, you did, so no reason people, comics shouldn't be putting every all their stuff out on social media? Social media is the outlet. How else are they gonna see you? You know what I mean? How many like how many TV shows do you see nowadays where it's a weekly show of them doing stand up? So how are they going to see you? How are people going to see you? If not on social media, where? Are they going to see you on television? All right. Let's say they see you on television. That means you got to live in LA. Cuz if you don't live in LA or New York, how are they going to see you on television? You know what I mean? It's 
That's it. And if you really don't, if you don't, and everybody, this is what people need to understand. Everybody doesn't want to be on television. Everybody doesn't want to do movies. There are some people who really love stand-up comedy and want to do that. And the outlets just aren't there to make you popular doing that. So that's why you take it to social media. You can even get popular posting your stand-up on social media. You know what I mean? Steve Trevino has a huge following, but he took his Netflix special and cut it into five minute sections, and that's 20 videos that he would put out and they would go viral. So he built it that way. You know, there's, there's many ways to do it, but it's all about being seen. What, what are the tools that you have to be seen? And if you're not making it in television and movies, like Tiffany Haddish was a stand-up, what, 17 to 20 years? She's been doing it a long time, like a long time. And people didn't gravitate toward her until she was in a blockbuster movie. So either be in a blockbuster movie or get on social media and build the following. That's really about your only two choices in television. That's it. No, I, yeah, I, we know. I hear what you're saying. Um, in terms of stand-up, I know last, like towards the end of last year, I think after uh, towards like Christmas time, you were on the reboot of Def Jam on HBO. So that's like that's when I actually saw you on TV doing stand-up, and I, like that's like a. Yeah, it was a reboot, but it was like, you know, Tony Rock hosting, you had so many great comics. You had some social media comics doing that show, but like that show, what did that mean for your stand-up career? Like you said, stand-up is first. That is like, now you had a TV, you know, you had a TV appearance on a, on a show like that on HBO, and that's like, you know, your premier comedy show. That's what Def Jam is. Like, what did that mean to you in terms of just being a stand-up? Well, it was a big deal to me more because it was HBO. To me, you know, I, I'm... Comedy is a major part of my life. My first stand-up special was Chris Rock's Bring the Pain on HBO. When I was growing up, getting the HBO special was the biggest thing in the world. I know people have done specials on Comedy Central, Showtime, Netflix, and everything, but it's ingrained in me. When you do stand-up on HBO, it's a whole nother thing. And it was like a dream come true for me, man. It was. It was almost like a bucket list item, man. It means a lot to me to be able to do it. And something as iconic as what Def Jam, you know, was and the fact that it was, you know, it was the reboot it was supposed to come out, come back and, and do these major things again, man. And the fact that I was, you know, one of the chosen few to do it, to bring, to uh, re-release it, you know, it was a big deal, man. It, it, I think it said, you know, that I was looked at as one of the better comics in the game at the time. And that meant a lot to me because I'm being recognized as a comic, not as a social media person. Because I got that opportunity off doing stand-up. They didn't look at my social media and following. It was like, we got to get this guy on the show. I had to do a showcase with a lot of comics from everywhere. And, and I proved that I belonged on that stage in the showcase. That's why it was really important to me. HBO liked me. So that was uh, that was huge. Yeah, that was big, man. That was a really big part of my career so far. I know, and I know you killed on that. That was all I had. Uh, Mike wants to just ask you, like, a few more. Because, um, but, yeah, I was really into that. That Def Jam I knew was, like, 
like you just said, like that they that's why you got on that show for as for because being a stand up, not because yeah. of you know social media. But um, all right, thanks, man. I got bitches in the living room getting it on, and they ain't leaving until six in the morning. Hello. I got bitches in the living room getting it on, and they ain't leaving until six in the morning. You have no one in the living room except for Bear. I got turkey, Mike. <laughs> Leftovers. <laughs> you got uh, Cooper Shafara. Hi, listeners. We love you. We've been gone for fucking two weeks because we fucking holiday hits and Mike has one baby fucking uh, cavity and he freaks out like the world. All ending. professional radio broadcasting companies have holiday breaks. Fuck them. Just kidding. You hear about the earthquake that just hit Alaska? 7.0 on the scale, which is high. Really. I wish a girl rated me that. LOL. Girls suck. Fuck them. Uh, bro talk. How about when you take a squad photo? Like, that means... Squad. For all you white people out there, that means like a photo with uh, your crew and your peoples and your like friends. So for Mike, one other guy. Like your besties. So like you take a picture with the squad, right? <clears throat> You're all looking sharp in suits and shit like that for a wedding. Your friend's getting married. And you have like old bumblers and tinders. Some someone who's, some girls who sent you nudes or like wanted to go out and you didn't want to go out with them or you weren't feeling them or they seemed thirsty or they were just kind of whorish. Nothing wrong with that though. And like <laughs> ho- hooked up with you. And then all of a sudden, they friend your friends, too. They, like, friend your guy friends who they don't know. And your guy friends are like, yo, who is this? Do you know this? Do they follow you? I'm like, not really, but she was a Bumbler <laughs> match. It's just funny. Like, girls, guys get a bad reputation saying, like, we're thirsty. But in reality, a lot of times, girls are thirsty, too. Because, like, with social media, say if your friend's private or whatever, and they like the way he looks or whatever, they'll friend him and try to, like, talk to him or just, like, want to like all his photos. It's just weird to me, like, how, say if you were talking to somebody in the group, and, like, a girl fucking sees another person in the group and she just follows him. That's kind of weird out of nowhere. And, like, you're with, you're with your crew and, you see, and you're like, yo, what the fuck? It's just weird. It's definitely the wedding, like, the suit vibe. Like, girls fucking get wet over a guy in a suit. For, I hear, I've heard girls say that. I don't know why, because they at least look good and shit. How about when I put a summer photo up with, uh, with my other buddy, my two buddies, and they friend my friend and my other buddy too. Well, this is what it is. It I don't get it. Well, the, the, I'll, uh, to to the girls' credit, I've the girls who've done that, I've never knew them a hundred percent, and I've never took the time to like actually go on a date at, at the time. But I've heard stories of people who like would all fuck the same group and stuff like that. And I think that's weird. I know a lot of guys do that, and don't care, but like girls doing that just seems weird to me. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, well, it's different if it's you didn't really know them. If it was like your good friend or a girl you were hooking up with or fucking for a while, and then she started doing that to your friends, I think that's messed up. If it was like a Bumbler or like a, uh, online dating, and you never even really did anything with them, or maybe you hung out once, and sh- it's like kind of more lenient. I feel like yeah. I wouldn't care as much. Yeah, yeah, but it's it just shows like it's not attractive because it's always girls who like have no options, and like if you don't have any options as a girl, you're either not attractive or you're weird. Well, no, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying. Say like if they... you're being that thirsty to like if you're already following somebody. It's not a huge deal, but if you follow somebody on social media right. that you match with on social on like an online dating app and we're talking to you and whatnot, and it just never happened, like I don't think it's cool to like go, go with someone in the crew. If I did that to a girl, it hurt their feelings. Like, like say if the girl weird. wasn't that hot, like the girl you were talking about wasn't that hot, and her friend was hotter, and you friend her. That's so creepy, and the girl would probably get angry. I don't get angry at that. I laugh at that. Some like, girls would get angry. I guess Some I'm really ugly looking, like, or my friends are good looking, but like I don't, I don't care about it. Just I don't funny. think it's looks. It's it's. It's okay. Say they had a connection with you from my one buddy was a cop. Maybe look copy from copy, and he was private, so they wanted to see what he looked like, and they probably unfollowed him. He doesn't work social media that well anyway, so he's private on Instagram, and they probably unfollowed him after. They just want to see what he looked like. If it's like from you know social media, they see you, and then all of a sudden they but they didn't have much going on with you, and then you post all your guy friends. She she could go and see. Oh, he might be better than him. 
Let me look. Let me look at him. Not just looks, everything. Maybe, maybe looks mostly. But uh, and then they could just get a, a feel for all of them in the in the whole crew. The always, same thing goes for us uh, and girls. It's always if, if we're tr- if we're talking to a girl, and you know she's may- maybe she's okay looking to us. She's not like anything crazy. And then she posts a photo with all of her friends. All her friends are smoke shows. What are we all saying? We're like, oh my god. I, wish I, I would talking. To I would friend her though because she would see. I know, that. Not to necessarily friend them, but in your head you're just like, oh yeah, I'd rather. Oh, yeah. she's hotter. Or she's it's always the same thing though. It's always it was always girls who were all like serial bumblers who were always on Bumble Manana or what, just trying to get matches, always following guys saying they want a relationship. It's always the same type of weird girl. There's always something missing. It's weird. Like a hot girl who's not even on those apps that would never do that. Yeah. There's the thing Unless is, we're like, I've if, seen we, if I knew some, if I knew someone who went to high school with them or a college, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, friend them back. But if you like hardly know them and you match them on a dating app and they're like friending your friends, it's kind of weird and funny. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think it's a... Uh, not a huge issue. Just fu- just some things I just no, yeah, It's out. definitely obvious. Like, And then like... Yeah, that's how it goes. It, especially with online social media, like that stuff wasn't happening back. Like even if ha- that that stuff was happening back in the day, there just wasn't social media or whatever. So you would go on a date. You say uh, you're going on a couple dates with a girl, or a girl goes on a couple dates with the guys. Then all of a sudden, you're getting serious enough where it's like, all right, you'll meet my friends now. I've talked. You about go this on before. a group date or whatever, or you go to you meet his friends, and then yo, the girl's eye fucking the fr- you, the friend. While she's with your boy. I've talked about this a lot. A lot of the times, guys fuck girls the whole crew, or girls fuck multiple guys in the same crew. Yeah. That's or, what happens. Or that's why a lot of friendships get fucked up. Or those serial date inside the crew. So it's like she dated this guy for a year and it went south. She dates. She dates I was this saying this, like and y'all were friend. coming at me saying it would never happen. Alex was coming at me. No, I said good friends won't do but that. But that happens regardless. Like, if, say in high school, like they just fuck the whole crew, of the girl, and like they just get passed around, tossed around, and then there's like it's weird, or they're, or they're like they don't care the guy. But if they did a girl for like ten years and it happened, then it's some. Beef. It's different with fucking and long term relationship, especially the girl won't care a lot of the time. The girl is just trying to fuck all of them, and the guy, the guys might not care either. It's different if you're like dating. Like if, if my I'm, if, if my buddy is da- was dating a girl for at, it was ever dating a girl. I don't care if it was for an hour. I'm never gonna pursue her. It's stupid. Yeah, I hear and it. It's fucked up. And then weddings, you say? I guess uh, weddings is definitely. My grandma like, goes. You look like a new person. You don't wear a suit a lot. And she's like, you look different, like good. She's slayer. And uh, and you were wearing. So I guess it's like a it's like a thing. Red Air Wim- Force is in a loose tie <laughs> anyway. Women I'd like do the same tie. Thing, though. <laughs> Women, uh, women. I don't like feeling like I'm choked while I'm eating. Women, um, me neither. I like like guys who dress like in suits and stuff and like different than. Uh, yeah, they don't even like like it like do it all the time. But say you like you know you wear the, you like look like a schlub. And most they like of the, the feeling of love. They like they like the wedding of the love. It's a lovey dovey. Yeah, they get horny. They get wet. You go home and bang them if you have a date. Yeah, it's interesting. They if you look, but they talk to twenty guys at the same time though. But yeah, yeah. But if and then if you're looking schlubby every time they see you for the most part or whatever, and then all of a sudden you put on a fucking nice suit and you're drinking like a me, fucking usually. glass of wine or a champagne at a wedding, and all of a sudden like they the they like get horny, you know, they get whatever. Usually I'm in radio. Pass I'm, in, over. I'm in radio podcast comedy attire usually, <laughs> wearing <laughs> a Raider hat. So they're like, oh shit, he has hair, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> not for long. Oh, that's the heat. Yeah, girls used to get scared back in the day in the basement. <laughs> For bro talk, it's not what's my it's the my buddy situation that I see all the time. Get I had getting set up versus uh, being organic because some girls are super opposed to that. Did I ever tell you these studies? Online dating, uh, laughing at her jokes could help your chance of getting sn- or getting snagging the second date by twenty five percent, and then laughing at her jokes increases your chances of getting laid by thirty nine percent, and then forty eight percent of straight women who'd consider having sex on the first date, like if you're funny. I always laugh at her, even if I always laugh at her jokes. Even I think if you or if you're making them laugh, I think mm. I, I think you could fuck them that night. If, Do you if think you're making so? Them laugh, you just have to go for it. You, like I'll get too nervous, yeah. but like a guy, like if you're if you're slaying this girl all night long, 
and then you know she's loving it or whatever. If you just went for the sex thing, obviously without it being rapey, you should be, you could have sex with her. That's what I think. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, at the Nine same time, though, ten. you might get in the friend zone being too funny or like too jokey. Because, like, they like kind of sometimes like a serious guy in a way where I've always yeah, had, like, can you stop out. saying, don't say just kidding after stuff. Just kind of go with it, you know? You, that's you. You always say just kidding. Just I kidding. N- in my I personal know. life, I never Girls say just kidding. Girls hate that. It's ever. funny, though. Because th- then you, it keeps them guessing. They don't know if you're being serious. Yeah. Or not. Dude, like, like it people, comes from not being confident fully. Like, friends I have that know? are girls or coworkers, like, they, they're like, I never know if you're being serious now or you're being sarcastic. And I'm like, that's for you to decide. I never say I'm kidding. Mm. Unless it's like I'm something really kidding. fucked up it's or funny, something. Yeah. You say that after everything because you like call me, you'll call me up and call me a shitbag and you'll shit on me and they'll be like, ah, I'm just kidding. You yeah. disgusting bastard. It's interesting. I think it's all personal preference. I think you got to balance everything out. Like, as a funny person, uh, I think it's really true. Like, if you date a girl and she likes you for your personality, she's going to end up hating you for that when it all ends. She's going to be like, this motherfucker's not funny. I'm sick of him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, the thing she likes you for is the thing she's going to hate you for in the end. Yeah. Joe Budden tweeted something that like that. And that I think it's before. true. Yeah, oh, yeah, somebody tweeted something good recently. I can't remember what it fucking was. I guess. Like they don't, I feel like they don't like you just because of you. Like, they have a look they like already. Yeah, but I've seen girls who are in a bunch of relationships that the guy looks different every single time because she's trying to test out what she likes. You don't know what she likes. I've seen bitch. it where, like, if, like, I've seen a lot of girls I've talked to talk to guys that kind of look like my look, like, whether it be, like, the most littlest thing, like, lanky, skinny people, with dark hair. That's mm-hmm. true, but there's also girls who will go, who'll be with guys who look completely different. You go with one guy, you break up with him, you, your next guy looks completely different. But I've asked Absolutely. before, and they're like, oh, yeah, I like that you had dark hair and, like, you were tall. Well, yeah. same goes for us. I'm what like, is the, every question the fucking guy asks? It's not, though. It's not for me. I don't care. Uh, it depends. I prefer brunette from a I'm look. I'm not but picky it with my bitches. If I, if I met them, and I like a blonde, I don't know, obviously. Yeah, it's not a big. It's not as big as you think. You guys obviously got to be physically attracted to them, but like. And the thing is, with what I wanted to get back with what you were saying with the online dating, the dating apps, you see these like fucking um, floater these floaters, these floaters, <laughs> these dating Call app floater, the dating app floaters. They're like always there, like they you they keep circling back. They're always there. You're usually not that good looking. Oh whatever. yeah, I keep matching. And with they'll the match people. with you in a second. Maybe they'll is send you real? nudes. Maybe they'll whatever. But then you see smoke shows. And they you never know? match you. <laughs> You, are they floaters, or are they also just because you already match them? They're already set to match you to make you feel like you're you're getting matches. Do you think that they just the, the program, the company, just matches you guys together again because you already matched, or do you think these girls actually rematch you because they're just desperate well, to swipe? If you match with them already, you're not going to rematch them unless you deleted the match. Say if you deleted the app, you started up again, and you keep matching the same people. Do you think the the app just knows you already matched them, or do well, you it's also think, in a circumference of where you're located? Or do you you're not radius. less? Or do you think that they actually rematch you again? Like, cause you know how you look. It says you have five new matches, and you swipe, and you're they're already like three of them are the people you already matched it prior to making this app. Do you think they f- do it as a joke, or they don't even know? Then they start talking, hey, and they're like, what? you're like, what the fuck? They don't even know they already match you, and you didn't want to talk to them. Yeah, but then and some of them do know that they already match with you, and it's like, what the fuck? Do you think that the program though, the Bumble, just sets it all up where you're just gonna mat- rematch because you're it's giving you matches to keep the no? Keep I think the thing? it's the location thing. So, but you're not getting it. Do you understand? I know what you're saying. When you look at your Bumble, match, you're gonna you're gonna match with someone. What if there's someone brand new in your well, area? Say you delete your Bumble and remake it, and you make you start your Bumble up, and you have ten matches already that are already set, That's and you keep ambitious. swiping right. Uh-huh. I got no. I got sometimes I got like ten. Not not kidding. Not kidding. But like I don't have it. So but five know. or six of them are the people you already match it prior. Do you get it? It's already set there. I get it. Yeah, but do they did, did they swipe or did it already yes. just combine you again? Because I feel like when you delete the app, it doesn't really delete it. it just, they no, just it's not you. doing auto matches. They definitely swipe. But look at but, so retarded. But look about how guys use those kind of these apps, dude. You, my friends just are swiping. They're not even looking. They're just swiping. So they're gonna match with everybody. And then if she swipes you, you know what I mean? 
Mm. These keep matching and matching and matching. You're going to all click. You weren't even looking at her photos and look, oh, I've matched with her before. So dumb. Especially gets recycled if you're in the same area. If, you if you're living in the same area for a long time, it's going to be the same bitches. I, but I, I'm Unless a you weird, put a hundred mile weird, radius. I don't care. Though. I'm a weird guy. How do you not know you already matched with someone? Why would you match again? If, like, they Dude, just nine times out of ten, they do. They either made the wrong move the first time. They didn't capitalize on it. They, they didn't say something in the first place. I'm saying guy or girl. They didn't message. They want to give it a second chance. What? It's so dumb. Maybe they maybe maybe they mess they maybe they um they um got each other's info and never ended up hanging out. You know it's not good when you going out when you like delete the app and then like go back months later and you match with the same people. Not good. Like what have they been doing the whole time? They've been on there trying to find their soulmate. Exactly. They say, they're or they've fucking, been fucking or they're blown. fucking and quitting. Or they can't get laid. Or they can't or they're a bit annoying. There's a reason why they're on there. It's it's true, man. If you're a pretty girl, you got a lot going for you and you're cool, good personality, you don't even need to be on there really. No, you don't need to be on there at all. So you'll see these smokes. And it's all like be for like, followers. It's like it's it's for followers. It's so people will look at your Instagram. Too. People yeah. will look at your social media. Also, you'll put the, it in the bio. They'll follow you. They're mad at their boyfriend. They just got dumped. They they're, they, they, they're low on confidence. It's for their ego. They're low on confidence. Their boyfriend called them a bitch. They go on Bumble. They get forty matches. They close that Bumble. They're like, I'm good. That's what yeah. it is. And they they just troll you. And then it's never like they never hang out. Some people get laid off it all the time. I don't see how. I think it's a cold streak it's now. True. I feel like these apps are cold. Alex was saying that Hinge is popular. I don't even know what the fuck that is. My friend uses yeah. that. I know a girl getting laid off Hinge. But if you're a girl, I don't know. I guess utilize the apps because, like, if your people utilize the apps, because it's the same thing as going to a bar, kind of. But I don't know. I kind of just like being organic and just getting getting to know somebody through somebody else. Yeah. Uh, tribute to the late great Patrice O'Neill, R.I.P. His je- his his quote gems are so they're not even jokes all half the time. They're just gems. Like even your dumb lazy fucking. No attention having ass would like them. I think I think I'm good. I could be good to go. Your face ain't with that good to go, but nah, a bit more bitches than you tonight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll have the same amount. Zero. I'm gonna yep. walk up and be like, "Hey, baby, what's good? How are you? Wait, what's that? Oh, you do where I, where I die laughing? Are you like, what's your baby? What's your number? Yeah. <laughs> Should I do that? Yo, baby, what's your number? Yeah, don't say anything else beforehand. Though you just go up to a random girl and do that. Wait, so what about Yo, my, baby, what's your What about the situation I was talking about where you you're saying you you are wholeheartedly that it's complete unattraction is why that why it takes place. In which case, you get set up with a girl, you know, so basically get set up by maybe a mutual friend or, you know, whatever. And it goes well, you're talking to her for a while, goes well, you take her out, goes well. Wait, you want to replay that? I kind of zoned out. You're you, it's it's you know, it's you know, my buddy situation. Oh, yeah, okay. Um and you you go out, it goes well. You talk uh, again over the phone after that. After going out, it goes well. And then all of a sudden, like, a day goes by, and they just hit you with the, like, because they think it's moving too fast. So, like, I don't know if I want to get into this this quickly. Mm-hmm. It's moving too fast. Because they either think you're trying to jump into a fuck buddy or a relationship. Uh, or obviously not a fuck. Because if anything, she'll just fuck you and be like, all right, I'm good. I don't want to oversimplify things because sometimes we just overthink. So when you have no emotional interest in the situation, I feel like you kind of give the truth. Right. So the truth, I think, for me is that she just wasn't interested and he didn't capitalize quick enough or he came on too strong because she or wasn't he ready just for broke that. up with someone two weeks before. She wasn't ready for that investment of someone yeah. being too strong, driving all the way to her, picking her up, whining yeah. and dining her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she wanted something casual and quick. Right. And if he had the right wordage, uh, you were saying how he has a great personality and great looks. So it's kind of weird you're talking about talking about like a guy like that. But well, I'm not a homo. I'm not but, a fucking But I understand what you mean. Like he's a, good, a good guy and everything like that. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day because some of these girls don't have the same type of comedy that someone else has that you have. Or at the same time, some of, these, some of these girls don't care if someone's like really good looking. It's all about what they say or what they do and how quick they're they are to act and it's tough to get a girl who just got dumped either she's looking for fun or you have to like play it slow and just kind of talk to other girls because like you can't invest your time in her because she's not ready to be 
she's not ready yet, you know. That's and true. And then shout out to Luigi's Pizza. You're like a fucking. You're you're pretty good. You should be like a. Uh, I know. I know this man. I'm a, I'm a, I got I, I got expert level on AskMen.com last year. Don't I don't I never admit, I never told anyone about this. Wait, I used, what is it? I used to write when I was depressed about getting dumped. I used to write stuff to about <laughs> stuff, and then I would help people out too, and they I would get all Wait, these points. So what's the website? I forgot my account. Like a weird account. I had like a like a burner account, so no one ever knew. What website is this? I don't know. It was like a website about for men, and I just asked about relationship advice, and I would answer advice, and I, people liked my advice, and I got a lot of points. It was like a it was like a person ran it. Maybe I should be Doctor Love. My alias. Or were random people it's with a problems giving each other yeah, yeah, yeah. advice? Or it's like, I just got just dumped. What do you think it is? And the people who give the best advice are, what? are the people who are n- been in the situation before but have yeah. no emotional investment to you. So if, 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 if I'm not friends with you or if I don't, I don't give a fuck about the girl oh, or yeah, your yeah, situation, yeah. you flat out same give with, the most logical best advice and it works. Same with comedy music. Uh, when someone's like, yeah, I think she looked at me, then I looked at her and I didn't know what to do and you're, you're over-investing and it's tough to get the girl done. I try not right. to... Hu- I, I, even if I like a girl and I'm like into her... I try not to uh, do that because I start fucking up when I try too hard. I don't look. T- I try not to look too deep into the looks thing because a look, looks is subjective and two, I think looks is overrated. I'm like, not saying physical looks. I'm just saying, say if a girl looked at you and you're I'm, like, oh, well, she's interested in me, and if you start thinking and I know, no, nah, that's overthinking. I'm th- I'm talking physical looks, but also like a glance. Okay, you walk in through a door and a girl fucking you make eye contact with a girl. It's not like oh, she wants to fuck you all of a sudden. If you're con- if she's continue, you could tell continuously over the night she's looking at you. Like every time you look at her, she's already looking at you. Yeah. Then yeah, I make a move. But if it's not like she, maybe she. Fucking bumped her into her, you know, her friend, and uh, you yeah. Her. It's not like, oh, we need to have fucking babies now. As Locker relax. would say, though, it's spite pussy when a girl gets dumped and she wants to hook yeah, up right away. Like, that way, she's gonna, she's gonna revenge to pussy. It with, she's gonna do a, she's gonna make it a situation. You could where be the that boy, regret. The ex boyfriend would find out. You could be that regret. I've been in that situation where I could have been that regret, but it's too much. I feel bad because I'm usually the one not drinking, and she could be wasted. Mm-hmm. Or I could see the situation how she's like not over her ex and keeps talking about it. Literally, it's sketchy with X. That's why it don't even even if it's a recent breakup. Like I would say, well, no guys. I'd say it. a month or less, mm-hmm. or like if uh, or going for girls. Like a lot of my friends would go for girls who have boyfriends, and I'm just and I don't, don't I don't go near that shit. Yeah. it's just not worth. It takes it. the pain away, it. though. They say like uh, I, I'm not one to do that though, where I will fuck anything. But like there was times where when I got shit faced, or <laughs> like I know a girl who got done and she was sad. Like she waited like. Like six months to talk to somebody else, which is the nice thing to do because you're not emotionally invested yet and oh, ready. But then, like the girls, like a, a specific girl I could name right now is like you get out of a relationship, boom, two weeks, new relationship. Oh yeah, relationship jumpers to ease the pain. I mean, I would or love a girl to do that or just let me. Let, I need some head. I was thinking I used to get my dick sucked all the time. Like everyone said, like I'm the blowjob king. But this girl was even saying at the wedding last week. But I'm not anymore. I'm thinking king? I haven't gotten a blowjob in a while. But I used to get steady head all the time, and I used to like talk to girls all the time about like life goals and plans and like be nice to them. I was never a dick. But there was times where I would just get head and they would get mad at me. But I don't know. Sometimes you gotta be a dick. Most of the time you gotta be a dick. I'm not really a dick. I'm just honest and funny. It's like so honest that they have to believe me. Like I literally. That's the thing. Being a nice guy, like the situation we just went through that I was explaining to you. Being nice doesn't get you anywhere sometimes, I feel like. Well, we we just went over that. The whole driving to pick you up. Everything was nice. Not saying oh, yeah, that was the, not, saying that, nice. not saying that was the reason, but like it doesn't always help you out. It's a tough if it's a tough situation to be in when you kinda have to give her space, act like uh it's I don't too, know. It's too, I was telling Let her come to you, like, a, like throw it back at her and see what she gives back. You gotta, you gotta match the energy with her because she's on, she's on some weird shit. It's like a boomerang. I was throw telling it back you, it's at too risky. I'm like, dude, it, it's too risky to rush into something. Like, the energy's unbalanced. This quick after a break. Love's like a drug, you know. So she's probably all fucked up. And you're, yeah. whatever you're saying, whatever you're trying to do, it wasn't working. That's why it's easier for. A f- I'm not being a mean. I'm just saying it. My opinion. Girls to, like, like girls fall in love quicker. I, he he had he probably had a low chance of getting her anyway. 
and it even was lower with the tactics he used because he was actually being a nice, normal individual. And at this point, she probably couldn't handle that and realize it. And yeah. she was probably like all fucked up. It's not even him. It's not even that hard to dissect. You like, could try. We're making it what, bigger than what it was. you do. What you do is you try to get her in one night. Probably you try to give her a one nighter if she could. Yeah. Even if she's not that type of girl, you just gotta go for it. Go for the gusto because you got nothing to lose anyway. Yeah. Doctor Love here. But um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what it is. I just need a nice young fucking Italian or Spanish girl. Just come hang out with me all winter long. <laughs> all winter long. I got long. two hairless cats <laughs> and a dog. You hear that, listeners? Any Spanish, gr- any Hispanic girls listening? <laughs> you like who like? Such <laughs> a fucking idiot. Like I, I just need a nice twenty something. Dude, like, like look 20, at these gems he would spit. There's nothing, wor- Patricia. No, there's nothing worse than forcing yourself to give a fuck. It's rude to be ultra friendly and force me to join your energy of fake happiness when I'm miserable at six in the morning. That is literally me. People do that to me. I'm just like, I, I, they'll come to me at my, uh, and I'll freak out on them. And I feel bad while I'm freaking out on them. But it's like, don't try to make me happy because you're happy. I think, I, I think it's funny. I can't I actually like, like doing that. I actually like like being really ultra positive and actually being so bitter that they see I'm just a bitter asshole when I, I'm being it's positive. It's just, I can't do I that. I love that, actually. Positive vibes. How about having a good posture can make you happier and like smiling to people? If That's you just smile, if you just smile at people, it makes people happy. I do it. it I usually do it. If you just smile, it makes people feel better. You ever, you ever run into the person? You ever Here run into Johnny? You ever run into a person consistently who won't either look at you, say anything to you, or smile at you unless you do it first? Yeah, that's me to every hot girl. <laughs> you'll, do, you'll do the smile first. No, like creep? I literally like just uh. I'll tell like, oh, uh, this girl's really attractive. Let me just put my head down. I'm a little bitch. That's true. And, uh, this girl came up to me. And she was talking to me, and she was like, you need to get drunk. Like, I hate those types at the wedding. And, like, I'm, like, driving, and I'm not drinking. And she's like, why don't you drink with me? Like, mm-hmm. like, like my friend's like, bro, you could easily have sex with her. But, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, he's like, you got to have more confidence. I'm like, I know, dude, but I don't care. Like, I just don't care. Like, I'm just being myself. I don't give a fuck. Like, I could go home and jerk off and just have as much fun. I don't care. Like, I heard the girl was weird anyway. And I'm, like, just trying to be nice to her. I'm like, where are you from? She's like, New Jersey. I said, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll see you later. Walk it off. Well, you were and my friends Jersey. are laughing. Well, I what the fuck? Tell broad. me the location. When may I come to your house, you weird fuck? <laughs> just trying to be wouldn't. nice to you. Just trying to see how far you are because I don't want to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to Jew out the situation. Yeah, trying to you Jew can, it out without you can spending any money. Just figure out how you can make it out with no with spending no money and getting a blowjob. That's I was trying to get out. a yeah. Seriously, I was like literally yeah. My, how can I not my spend buddy's money car on you and you blow me? How? I actually was thinking about it. I don't give her a ride home. I don't want to go to the hotel with her. I don't want to hang out with her. Wake up in the morning. I've actually rejected sex sometimes. A girl stopped talking to me one time. She's like, sleep over and I'll have sex with you in the morning. Cause like we already hooked up during the night, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go home. Actually, I'm gonna read this one out. <laughs> it's just the snow. It's only it's two inches. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be trapped here. I'm just getting anxiety thinking about it. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Classic Dave Mattel joke. Hey, women do penis size matter, and all they all say, yeah. He's like, more than a ride home. <laughs> God, I love that man. Greatest comedian ever. Um, That's subjective. I know, but he's my favorite. And a lot, and you ask a lot of people, and they'll say that. Um, I like comedy, but I just don't like it enough to watch all the stuff that goes on. I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah, well, the way I about do, like well, Netflix way, specials, that's like, why, I don't even that's care. Why, dude, we're the same. It's just opposite. That's why I do like those people. Like, learn about those people, and and you, you. For I don't. Some I like the know, stories. I like you the know stories. every DJ little schmizzy schmack, and I don't know him. And you I guess because I like it's like music. It's the same thing. Music's very fast paced and also makes you feel better, motivational, and you could do other stuff with it. When you watch comedy, all you have to, you all you have to do is focus on comedy. When I'm listening to hip hop, I'm thinking about it. I could write jokes. I could do radio stuff. How do you even and hear I could go about to the it? Like gym. some SoundCloud guy, they don't get it. So it's media? not. They're just they're just faint. You just know them. You just like their music. You just like listen DJ to music. DJ Schmickschmack or fucking st- no. I, I and know, I just uh, don't care. Like I, I I could be entertaining and funny. I could like comedy stand up if I actually tried and being consistent. But I don't like the fact that like I want to. I don't want to sit home and watch specials of these people I don't even care about. 
That's really, like, I don't, yeah, but so I'm not saying. Is that okay? Say, like, 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 a lot of people don't do a lot of people. A lot of comedians I know do not watch stand up because, at all. because you could literally go You'll and pick up on you their could stuff. go and listen to Funk Flex on the radio while you're going somewhere else. You can't fucking watch a special. Well, I guess if you were like a famous person, you could drive and have a driver and you watch it. But like, if I'm driving somewhere, I could listen to the Jay Z album and get motivated and go somewhere and do comedy. But if you're fucking staying home watching comedy videos, you can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of like stagnant while you're watching it, and you could you can't do multiple things. So that's why I don't think it's productive for me, and I think it's boring. Well, I guess you could listen to it, yeah, and but I, you won't and, pick and up all the jokes. I don't want to be a dick, a, but I a feel lot like of comedy's I, I audio and albums. Funny. Like I'll listen to a comedy album while I'm driving to work, but nine times out of ten when I'm driving, I like music. But I'll listen to a podcast. I'll listen to an audio. Yeah, I'd rather listen to a podcast or audio book. I like I like learning comedy albums. It's not always a stand up special. Yeah. That's more newer. I guess it comes with my good stuff is albums, so you can't watch yeah. it, you can only hear it. It comes with my interview skills and like liking radio shows. Like I like the come up story, like you said though. Like that's the thing we do connect with. I'm very interested. Like I listen to Sebastian Maniscalco's whole book stay hungry was a good story i like it mm. like he was it was motivating and it wasn't over preachy and he tried not to be over preachy i like charlemagne's book i like a lot of biographies i like howard stern learning about howard stern jay-z like i would like learning about like i like learning about jim carrey adam sandler like i like learning about those people but like some of these guys who like you're impressed by who i just see right through it with the fake social media followings or stuff like that and who act like they're comedians when they've been doing that long like i'm not impressed by it like well, I, rather, I can't always tell. Some I'm cool are. with like 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 other people like Ryan Davis is mad cool. Andrew Schultz like people I interview. I, so I try to care. Like that's who I think is cool. Like cool people. I might not like all their specials or know anything about them, but I know like their podcast. Or other back stuff, to what you, you say. Know? Fake it till you make it and just hype yourself. Yeah, up. Yeah, true. But be, some people are so positive. annoying. Some people are annoying. Uh, just uh, put yourself on. Yeah, and then just keep fuck it. these networks. And keep, all right, listeners, full episode coming. Thank what you. Else you got? Do uh, shout out to our sponsor. Stealth Mode Motorsports and Boom Chicka Pop new new edition. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports, sir. It's a fucking read through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, and custom builders with the highest quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com, also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000 RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. Back to the show. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement, rate, subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job with California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the, the, the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.